Okay, so welcome back to Teen Talks, Teens Talk Sex Ed. Today's episode is going to be about gender stereotypes. Let's talk about sex ed, baby. As a disclaimer, this conversation can be very binary, and we will talk a lot about how this is harmful for people. The best way to make these stereotypes less harmful is to have these conversations, and we do understand that there aren't stereotypes for just men and women, there are stereotypes for everybody. My name is Sophie, I'm a junior, and I use she, her pronouns. Hi, my name is Abby. Um, I'm also junior and use she, her pronouns. And I also wanted to add just like to this disclaimer that we hope that with this conversation, um, we can start bringing awareness to um, how this con- how a lot of conversation conversations um, are very binary. Um, so yeah, I think just recognize, hopefully you, you recognize that and um, we can start making the conversations more inclusive. All right, so before we begin, I would like to talk about the difference between assigned sex and gender. Assigned sex is a person's sex recorded at birth, generally on the basis of their external genitalia. Yep, and so um, gender is actually different from that, as gender is a set of social, physiological, and or emotional traits often influenced by societal expectations that classify an individual along a spectrum of a man, woman, both, or neither. Um, So clearly you can see that these are two very different things, and Um, With gender, a person has also like their own gender expression and identity, and that's really just not influenced at all by their external genitalia. As we said, like your environment and I mean, just really who you want to be um, is based, is what like you determine your gender by. Yeah, exactly. Just be who you are. So... Abby, what are your experiences with gender roles and stereotypes? Yeah, so I would say um, where I've had like a lot of confrontation with like gender stereotypes is probably in elementary school. And we've talked about this a lot where I think in elementary school, no one really has an idea of just like who they really can be. So we kind of fall into gender stereotypes. So the classic, like, girls wear dresses and, you know, like, pink and guys are all tough and, you know, like, their color is blue. So, yeah, I would say that's, like, definitely a big one that I've experienced, especially in elementary school. Um, But then also I would say that, um, I don't know, I would, that sometimes, um, like, when I take power in a situation or I don't get kind of worked up in a situation I'm kind of seen as like going crazy or just you know like too dramatic when really I'm just showing normal emotions I mean yeah I feel that um it was big in elementary school the whole girls wear pink boys wear blue um I remember a big thing that changed this for me in elementary school was there was a boy in my class who's he I asked him what his favorite color is and he told me his favorite color was pink and I was like but your favorite color can't be pink because you're a guy 
that's not how this works. So I feel like it's a big thing in elementary school and maybe a little bit leading into middle school, but it lessens. Yeah, I mean, I would obviously, like, obviously there are gender stereotypes, like, throughout your whole entire life, but, like, um, yeah, as you said, like, I think when you're, when you're younger, you really just don't know anything about, like, um, your surroundings or, like, if it's okay to like pink, so clearly that kid was ahead his time in elementary (laughs) school, um, yeah. All right, um, so, Let's just, for a second, I want to talk about how gender roles are portrayed in the media and how that affects society. Ooh, this is big. Movies. Oh, movies, yeah. Okay. I mean... The problem I have with movies and TV shows is that the woman is almost always portrayed as subordinate to the man, and I don't like that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, the classic, like, damsel in distress, for sure, and I think, you know, the guy, of like, he always has to come to, like, her aid, or I think, like, in a lot of movies or, like, TV shows, whenever, like, a woman is working in, like, an office setting, she's usually, like, the secretary um, and not, like, the person in charge, so, yeah, I think, def- like, the media, even now, I think as, like, we're progressing, there's still definitely gender stereotypes that um, are really big. Yeah, um, I want to talk about, I feel like that's kind of a contrast to books, where most of the time women are more powerful in books, like there's books, most of the books I've read have a strong female protagonist or a major character who is a strong female. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I think that's interesting. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, I think books definitely have gender stereotypes in them, but I don't know, it also could be, um, I don't know, like your perspective reading them. Oh, no, it could just be the type of books I read, too. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, I think there's for sure, I think movies and books and TV shows where, like, women are, um, like they're the bosses and like the protagonists and the heroes which I think is um really great so yeah I think I mean I think we're definitely seeing some change when it comes to gender stereotypes in the media but there's definitely like um oh yeah uh thank you I we just got this at um there's more uh female reput- representation in like um authors I would say than like yeah. in like movies or TV shows because I think a lot of the time like um older or TV shows that we're seeing are written by like old white men <laughs> agreed though like I feel that um Before we go on to just discuss some of the common gender stereotypes, how do you think, like, it's portrayed through social media? Because I feel like social media is helping change it, but also it can be very, it can also promote gender stereotypes in a way. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, um, I mean, for me personally, I feel like you can, 
somewhat control like what you're seeing with like yeah your algorithm and things like that but for sure I think people I don't know like I I feel like when you see like these Instagram like comedy sketches if you know what I'm talking about yeah I know what you're talking about yeah yeah I think those are definitely like very gender stereotypical where like the girl is just like trying to get a boyfriend or like getting ready for like a date um well the guy you know is all like acting buff and tough and I'm like (laughs) oh that rhymed um (laughs) things like that yeah so I think um it's definitely like in social media I think there's definitely people who are out there like um defying these gender stereotypes but definitely people who are also like playing into them yeah um okay so why don't we move on to discuss some of the common gender stereotypes i want to start with just the general feminine versus masculine stereotype and how men are aggressive and female people women are not Oh, yes, yeah, this is definitely the classic um, one, Um, yeah, I think, I mean, you got it, yeah, like, where men are all, um, you know, masculine and super tough, like, don't cry, don't show that much emotion, um, while, like, when it comes to, like, the feminine side of it, you know, we're, like, dainty, we have great manners, like, we, um, we dress a certain way, and I think this one's, like, definitely just still ingrained in our society I think like our next one is like men don't cry you know I think even today like we're seeing um like men who have trouble like showing emotion because they don't want to be seen as like weak or you know any less masculine which is totally like if you cry that's like all good and I don't know I also feel like when a woman is aggressive and assertive that makes her bad (laughs) in a way like oh yeah no I always love there's like that one Nike commercial I (laughs) feel um where like it's just showing like you know like when women get emotional or like um cry or something like that we're seen as like totally dramatic and like taking it overboard when I mean men do the exact same thing um yeah and, like, they're not asked, like, are you on your period? Because, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy that, like, there's just these huge constructs where, like, when either, like, when guys aren't aggressive or females, like, um, are, like, it's totally crazy when they're just showing, like, the exact same emotion. Yeah. I don't know. It it makes me crazy. So another big one is that men don't cry, which is not a good one. That's probably one of the worst ones because it's okay to cry. Everyone should know that. Letting out your feelings is a good thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I'm, this one is... I think kind of insane I think even like in media I would say like in movies like when men get emotional or something you know everyone like kind of freaks out and like oh my god like are you okay like are you like like oh my god like who's the girl um and like 
it's okay. And like, there's no reason to um, go crazy over someone, you know, showing a basic emotion. Yeah, I mean, it's just, everybody cries. Like, there's literally a song about the fact that everybody cries. It's okay to cry. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that song just breaks down that gender stereotype right there. <laughs> it's really great. Um, yeah, so another important one that I feel like people don't notice this one as much is the male-dominant workplaces and leadership positions. Like, a lot of people don't, I feel like a lot of people don't really notice that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I feel like people don't, like, look maybe to the workplace where there's so many gender stereotypes where, like, definitely um, going back to, like, media, we were talking about how women are always, like, in the subordinate positions, like, being the secretary, um, and I think, like, today we're definitely seeing more opportunities where women are, like, um, getting higher paying positions and being the CEOs. Um, but there's still so much work to be done, and I mean, it's insane that, like, you know, people, like, we haven't had, in, like, America's, like, 200 plus years, we haven't had a female president, which is just, like, insane. Also, another thing is, it's not just, this is going back to the media, but it's not just women as secretaries, it's women as secretaries with short skirts and plunging necklines. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I think, like, you have to, in order to, like, have a woman, like, working in, like, a serious workplace, you know, you have to make her, like, all sexy and, like, um, like, lustful when it's, like, she's, like, why can't she just be a normal person working in an office? Like, you don't need to, like, make a woman working somewhere sexy in order to make it like appealing um uh oh yeah like talk like and I think in the media a lot of the times like women are like sexually harassed um and like that's made to be normal because she's wearing like a short skirt and like her character is made to be like that um when that's totally not okay wearing a short skirt does not mean consent no, it does not. Yeah. And that is actually a great segue into our next one, which is the different roles in consent. Ooh, yeah, I like this one. I think this one's interesting. Um, I think with this one, I feel like men are always the ones who are, like, taking charge and, like, leading the situation. Um, and, like, the woman just kind of, like, follows along and is like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm okay with this, when it's like, no, you need to, um, like, be sure you're asking for consent, um, which is also a great segue that we have a consent episode that will be coming out that you should all really listen to because it's so great and important. It's very important. You should listen to it. Yeah, I feel like, I just want to say all of this is reinforced through the media, and that's really annoying, but it's like, like, with what you said, it's like, the woman kind of just, like, goes along with it, and is like, sure, we're doing this now, great, cool, fun. I also wanted to mention, like, I feel like, um, with, when it comes to, like, different roles in just, like, a more general relationship, I feel like you always hear the saying, like, who wears the pants in the relationship, and I feel like when it comes to, like, um, 
couples who are like um like same-sex couples that I feel like there's always one person in that relationship especially like portrayed in the media who always is like filling the pants of being the more feminine person in that relationship or like the more masculine person which is just like a gender stereotype and like you do not need to like fill those pants of the relationship or have someone who's more in charge um so I feel like that is definitely something that affects um not just like same-sex couples I mean yeah that's just I feel like that puts a lot of pressure on people to be to one of them to be like super masculine and strong and in charge air quotes and the other one being like fun cool I'm not gonna Mm -hmm. say anything because I'm definitely okay with this yeah for sure um and then our we have like responsibility of birth control which um and like how that has to do with gender stereotypes I mean it's generally I feel there's I feel like the responsibility is generally put on the person using the birth control yeah I feel like well with this one I would say that um I don't know it's really just like not talked about in like the media or I feel like even in just like real life um I think again like kind of with consent it's one person is like we're going along with this like hopefully everything's all good and I feel like it usually falls upon like the girl to have everything in order and make sure that like um you know she's all ready to do whatever they're doing yeah um also want to say that birth control is generally not shown in the media so oh not at all which is another problem but that's not to be talked about today um (laughs) so it's generally put on the person using the birth control and that's not sometimes you like i feel like sometimes you should just be someone should be like hey did you remember to take your birth control today because that's very important Mm -hmm. yeah i think i mean both parties just need to be present and like actively aware when it comes to birth control and it just should not be placed upon one person and no person should be kind of blindly following along in that situation because you should be making sure that you're using um all the protection that's necessary yeah okay so moving along um domestic roles domestic roles etc Okay. Yeah, I think for this one, I mean, obviously, you know, there's, like, the class of, like, housewife, like, in the 50s who, you know, has everything all um, put together when her cu- husband comes home. Um, but I would say, I mean, I think for some people this is, um, like, prevalent and, like, they do face this. But I think, um, I feel like we're moving past this gender stereotype. Um, not to say that it's, like, completely disappeared um, because I think, um, it's still definitely something that happens, and even in the media, I think, um, you know, like, the woman is still kind of portrayed as the person who's, like, in charge of the household. Yeah, this is something that really annoys me, because, yes, it's been going away, but I know that there are still people who practice, I don't know, I don't want to say practice, really, but who, how that's still prevalent in someone's life. I, I do notice that it's going away gradually, 
Okay, so now I think we're gonna go into appearances, which I feel like we've kind of touched out, um, touched, not touched out, <laughs> touched on throughout. It's this one I think is still really prevalent where that like women are supposed to, you know, um, dress a certain way and like men the same. Um, where I think, you know, I feel like when people see like a man say in like a skirt, they're like, is he okay? Like, is he like a mentally stable? And it's like, well, I mean, like, first of all, that's none of your business. Like, he's just wearing, you know, expressing him through his, um, how he wants to through his clothing. And I think like, that's totally normal. And I mean, be something we need to normalize. If you want to wear liquid eyeliner, I applaud you. <laughs> like, it's so because cool. that I don't think... is hard. <laughs> And yeah, also, no matter your gender, I respect you if you can pull it off. I respect that. Um, but yeah, I think also like if a woman like dresses, you um, like more in, in a quote unquote like masculine way, um, then like you know she's gay or like um trying to act like a man, then that's just not. I mean, that could be the case, but also at the same like it really could not be um but also people just need to accept people are just going to dress the way they want to and um leave gender stereotypes out of the picture when it comes to that don't put people in boxes just because you dress just because a guy dresses slightly more feminine does not mean he is gay just because a woman dresses slightly more masculine does not mean she is lesbian. It means she wants to wear a pair of jeans today. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like this one is a still a big one, and people just need to, like, mind their own business and, like, dress they, the way they want to and let other people do the exact same thing. It's the- yeah, lesson of today. Mind your own business. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, Sophie, you had one more that you wanted to go into. Yeah, I wanted to talk about, um, I don't know if you know, do you know about the whole number thing? Like, what's your number? Oh, right, yeah. Um, Basically, your number is the amount of people you slept with. Yeah. I want to discuss that. Whereas, if a girl sleeps with a lot of people, she's a slut. If a guy sleep with a lot of people somehow it's impressive yeah yeah this is a big one I think um yeah I think people just realize like the number of people you sleep with does not define you or like make you any more slutty or like um like tough or cool it's just like something that you do in life and um it's totally your business yeah, and it's like when someone when someone gets called easy, a girl is not a slut just because she slept with more than one person. Yeah, and I mean like, um, sleeping with more people, and then people, you know, thinking that it's like easier to have like sex with you, and that you know, um, it's totally just not true. Like, um, again, like, um. How many people you slept with just does not define you. Yeah. Um, I also feel like women are kind of taking back the word, like, 
the word slut and whore and things like that. I yeah, don't know. I would agree. Yeah, I def- I think so too, which I think is super great. Yeah, it's great. Okay. So, um, anonymous question time. Anonymous questions. So, these are questions that have been sent into us and questions that we've gotten from actual middle schoolers. So, our question, our first question is going to be, my friends tease me for being emotional all the time. How do I fit in more with my friends and cry less? For context, this comes from a guy. This goes back to what we said before about how it's okay to cry. Your friends are wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I mean, I would be concerned if, you know, you might be going through something and, like, that's why you're crying a lot. Maybe, like, check in why um, that is. But, I mean, if you are being emotional, that is totally fine. And I would say you don't need to learn how to cry less. Um, but also, like, evaluate, like, are those people who you want to be friends with? Um, because if they can't accept that you're going through something and, like, need to show emotion, then that's really just not okay. Emotions are good. Okay. Yes, um, Sophie. <laughs> Emotions are good. <laughs> so, this question could be, I'm a girl and I'm always called bossy. What do I do? Well, Abby, would you like to start? Yeah, I'll, I'll take this one. Um, so really, you don't need to be less bossy. Um, you're probably showing leadership qualities. Um, I mean, maybe, I mean, we don't have the full context. Maybe you are being um, bossy, but honestly, like I've dealt with this too, where, you know, you show leadership or you're trying to take charge of like something like a group project. And then people are like, whoa, like you need to back off. Like, like, let us just work when it's like, no, I'm just trying to, like, check in and make sure we're on the right track, um, and I think sometimes, like, if you are called bossy, people, what they're trying to say is, like, we need more space, like, we want our voices to be heard, and that means, like, um, you need to make space for others, um, and what that could look like is just simply, you know, having more conversations with the people who are, um, saying you're bossy and maybe being like am I like again like evaluate if you are actually being um yeah I don't know Sophie do you have anything else to add to that um I feel like if people are calling you bossy like it could be leadership qualities but also like check yourself and make sure you're not actually being bossy because like Mm -hmm. yeah like I don't want to like I think for sure, like, a gender stereotype is, like, women are seen, like, if we are kind of uh, just trying to, like, show leadership that we are seen as bossy, so I don't want to, like, dismiss that at all, but, I mean, we just don't have the full context here, so. Yeah. I can't give you all the answers. Sorry. Um, so, we have one, our next one is... I work at a bike shop and my boss and coworkers are all male. They constantly make sex jokes with each other and go quiet when I'm around. I'm a girl. They think I'm co- I think I'm cool with sex jokes and I want to bond with my coworkers. How do I make them more comfortable around me? 
I mean. I think this this is an interesting one. I would say, um, like, ask yourself, like, are you really, because I feel like you say, I think I'm cool um, with sex jokes, but, like, I would see, like, are you, you know, um, and I would say, if you're not, like, you can let them know that, and, um, you know, make it a better place for you um, to work, but, I mean, if you are, then, like, make sex jokes like um join the conversation so yeah I, I feel like that this situation just needs some more conversation and like self-reflection about if you really are comfortable with that situation and I would say honestly like um uh in this case like this person is a girl but I'm sure boys deal with this situation um trans people non-binary people like I would say a lot of people um, not just girls, um, deal with this, and another thing is that, um, uh, sexual, like, this could honestly be seen as, like, sexual harassment, if it is, like, a really big issue, and, um, it makes you super uncomfortable, um, it could be sexual harassment, and I think, you know, making sure that you check in with someone who you trust where you work, um, would be a good thing to do to make sure um, that it is a safe work environment for you. I think that's really important just to say that like it can be considered sexual harassment but if you're cool with it be cool with it. If you're not talk about it. <laughs> Tell someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah I think like if if they're directed at you, that is not okay. That's not okay. Um, yeah, so I would say um, just, you know, think, reflect on the situation and whether you're okay with that. So, yeah, yeah. I think we have um, one more question. Yeah, so our last question is, my family is very traditional. My mom cooks and my dad works, fixes the cars, etc. When I imagine being a dad, I don't want to be like my dad. I'd be okay staying home and being with my kids and doing part-time work. Can I do that? My family think I'm gay? Well, it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm, yeah, I would say, yeah. I mean, we obviously are not in the shoes of your family, but this just goes along with, like, the domestic roles, um, gender stereotype. And I think it's, like, it's, I don't, I mean, it's not even what I think. It's just, in general, it is okay if you want to be, you know, a stay-at-home dad, um, like, do what you want to do, you know, it's your business, and if that's how you want to live your life, that is totally fine. It's totally fine if you want to stay at home and be with your kids and do part-time work. I think that's great, because that's another thing where that should be okay for dads to stay home instead of just moms I don't know I feel like that's a thing yeah no of course um I think I mean even you asking like will my family think I'm gay I think you like I feel like we should be living in a world where you don't even need to ask that because um like domestic roles I think we just need to break that down and recognize that people just want have different ways that they want to live their lifestyle and 
um, whatever that may be, is the, um, their choice in their business, which makes it valid. Eliminate gender stereotypes and gender roles. They're fake. Um, <laughs> the theme of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think I can answer about the, will your family think you're gay of it because I can't speak for your family. I don't know, Abby, if you have any thoughts yeah. on that. No, I, I, yeah, I think we covered that. Um, I just think in a world, like, they shouldn't think that um, just because that uh, wanting to stay home and be a stay-at-home dad just does not translate to that. Um, but, yeah, as we said, we can't speak for them. Um, so I think it's time for us to go into just our final messages. Yeah, so one thing, implicit bias. Implicit bias is, like, bias that's been ingrained. I th- I've always thought of it as bias that's been ingrained into you through your family and through society. Yeah, I would say, yeah, um, like, there are biases that you just, like, don't even recognize you have, um, and these, you can have biases against, um, just, like, gender stereotypes, but it can be about, like, race, um, or even presidents, um, and they're just biases that you don't even like, yeah, they're so ingrained into you that you don't even recognize that you have, and you're implicitly following them. You can say you don't have them, but you have them. Yes, yeah. So I think it's just so important to recognize that and think about maybe some gender stereotypes um, that you might be implicitly biased towards and recognize that and think about how you can change um, your mindset when it comes to that. Yeah, um, I also want to talk about a couple ways you can combat gender stereotypes. Really, just by giving people equal chances and not making things exclusive to certain genders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we need to start giving people of all genders, um, uh, races, and, like, sexualities just equal chances because um, a person, you know, who may be a different gender is just as qualified as um, the other gender or however they identify. You know, I think, um, yeah, we just need to start giving people equal chances to succeed in life. Yeah. Um, Another thing, co-ed sports. Okay. I just want to say, I've always wanted there to be a girls tackle football team. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I think there are, like, there are women, even, um, uh, who are, like, starting to play on, like, high school football teams, um, which is super cool, and I think, like, again, like, that just goes back to giving people equal chances, and, like, if you want to play in a sport that's, like, dominated by male, uh, males, um, play. exclusive to them, just, yeah, exactly, play, like, go for it, and, um, try your hardest at it. I think the two easiest ones to do, like, daily in your life are expressing yourself how you are and talking to your family and friends about stereotypes that are in your daily lives. And I think most importantly, calling them out when they're stereotyping people or being stereotypical. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think these definitely seem like they're easy, but I feel like people, because we have such ingrained gender stereotypes in our world, like, it can be difficult. So I would say, like, having 
these conversations, you know, may be uncomfortable, but like that's honestly a good thing. And but you should do it um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just have open conversations and um, tell people, you know, who you are and who you want to be, and yeah. why that's okay, and we should why we should be defined gender stereotypes. So, um, before we go, uh, some final messages. You don't have to be what society tells you to be. Gender roles impact and are harmful to everybody, not just women. Mind your own business about what people are wearing, which we've discussed earlier. And just really just be yourself. I feel like that should be the message. That's the big message of this is to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think, like, it's definitely not as simple as that, but I mean, it really is, um, if that makes sense, so yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, Sophie, are you going to read the outro? Sure. All right, so, thanks for tuning into another episode of Teens Talk Sex Ed. Remember to submit any questions to anchorageteencouncil at gmail.com, DM us on Instagram, which is ANC Teen Council. Or harness your carrier pigeon. Let's talk about sex ed, baby. Okay. Peace out. Peace out.